Okay, do the countdown. And a one, two, three, four, go. Hey. another episode of it's related i I promise promise. this is sharon and this is jewel yes and we're back and first we firstly before we go on thank you guys so 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 much julia have you been seeing the reception we've been getting you tell me yo like we're number one on all podcasting platforms okay spotify and apple Podcasts. (laughs) that's all of them (laughs) (laughs) and it's all because you guys listen and engage with the content and we just want to say a special thank you um and yeah, today's episode is super dope because finally we listened when you said you loved having Bright Gamelli on the podcast and just having a man joining us and giving us a male perspective on the topics. So we invited a very special somebody today. Special somebody. <laughs> special somebody. I'll give you a quick context. So he he is one of my colleagues at Google. Um, and we actually just met, you know, when I joined and I feel like I've known him forever. Like he's like my older brother, super cool guy. His name is Charles Morito Jenga. Thank you ladies for having me. Yeah. And you know what? Let me tell you guys, Charles is going to sit here and be so humble. So allow me to toot his horn before we continue. Oh, Charles is an executive at freaking Google Africa. Excuse me. I've been sitting. We are sitting in the presence of greatness and you're not telling me. Girl, now you know. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to change my attitude towards you. Jules, don't I, believe her. She gets, she, she, she's get paid to be no. my PR person. Okay. Is such yeah. a so can, boss, I can just continue being just my, my wacky self. Yourself. It's like I'm basically a pressure. K-Y-M. Your majesty, what shall you do? KYM. Shalentai. So yeah, Charles leads up our policy. But today, we're not here to talk about policy like that. We're here to talk about policies that govern the heart. Ooh. We're gonna be, yeah, we're going to be talking about love and compatibility. And actually, let me explain where the premise of this conversation even began. So Charles and I have spoken separately about this topic, just like love, compatibility. Um, and also Julia mentioned in the last episode, um, she touched on compatibility a little bit. And so I recently came across an article that got me thinking, you know what, this is what we need to talk about on this podcast, because we've both touched on the question of love versus compatibility. What matters more? So this article basically was titled Nine Signs That You're Mistaking Compatibility for Love. And it was written by Kristen Feliza and its article was published on bustle.com. So basically, um, I think for me, what kind of stood out was just the, 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 the debate around whether love is more important or compatibility or is it the same? And so I just thought this is a really interesting one for us to talk about. But before we go in, mm. let me just read out what those nine signs are. Um, so she says the, the nine signs that you're mistaking compatibility for love, according to experts, are number one, your relationship makes you feel safe. Number two, you don't feel the need to be vulnerable. Mm. Number three, you describe your relationship as nice. Number four, the things about your partner you really want to change. Okay. Number five, you need constant, you need to constantly remind yourself that you're in a good relationship. Number six, you're not completely sure that you see them in your future. Number seven, you see your partner as your best friend more than anything. I'm already getting triggered. Uh, number eight, your flirtatious side always comes out around other people. And number nine, finally, you're not completely sure that you see them in your future. So, guys, herein begs the question, 
love versus compatibility in a relationship or in a marriage, which one do you think is more important? Um, or just Charles, what are, what are your thoughts? What do you, what do you, what comes to, to mind when, when we, when I read out that article or the signs? Without a doubt, compatibility. Yeah. You can always learn to love. Hmm. Oh, so you think compatibility trumps love? Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. Because think about it. Mm. There are many people who break up and they still love each other, but they yeah. break up not because they lack love, but because they're no longer compatible. Or mm. they probably were never compatible, mm. but love, they thought love could conquer everything. Yeah, which yeah. it doesn't. I and think. love doesn't conquer everything. No. Right? I think when we're teenagers, early 20s, mm, yeah, maybe you think about it. But when you're grown. as life comes <laughs> into play and you start realizing that relationships are about the day-to-day stuff, right? Yeah, it's about yeah, really yeah. what you're doing from day to the next. Mm. Are you having dinner? Are you having, are you driving to the parents' house mm. and engaging? Those are the things that actually make relationships work. I think the, I think I did read the article mm. and I wish, have you, have you read the article? Mm. You, you I read did. most of it. Most oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was actually like a short article. Um, and with all of these articles that are published online or wherever, I always take them with a pinch of salt yeah, of because course. at the end of the day, when it comes to human connections, um, you can't have a one fit all. It never, you can never, ever, 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 mm. ever. Because I mean, like, like we're all different. Yeah. Literally it's yes. in the fingerprint yes. and it's, we're also different because of the upbringing we have. Mm. Yeah. So we're different in DNA. We're different in upbringing. So nurture in nature and environment. And then obviously how we respond to environment. So how we present ourselves in relationships is completely different. Mm. All 7 billion, billion of us. So there are things that obviously intersect and we can use. And even in those seven signs, mm. I feel like, you shouldn't, you can look at your partner as a best friend, but it doesn't mean like, oh my God, you're doomed. It, yes. I think it's a, maybe a combination of maybe more than more three th- or more exactly. than, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 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 but for me, mine is, uh, he says compatibility trumps love. For me, I think you need a little bit of both. You need mm-hmm. to have compatibility and you need to have the love bit, which is the, 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 the euphoric, you know, like, things. like I want to, you know, I want to kiss you. I want to, mm, yeah. I want to cuddle because what the article is really saying, and I, I'd, I'd encourage our listeners to actually read the article. Mm. What they were saying, what was the first one there? The first sign, uh, the first sign is one second. That your relationship makes you feel safe. Your relationship makes you feel safe. Now your yeah. relationship should, should. Right. It's, make it's you feel safe. Like it's a bad Absolutely. thing. No, but when you actually read it, mm-hmm. what it does say is you're in the relationship only because it makes you feel safe because mm. the thought of being single terrifies you. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you get what I mean? But in general, I think it's okay to be in a relationship also because you don't want to be single, but it shouldn't be there. Like, like, like the uh, main thing, like, like the main thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because, yeah. So for me, I don't know if compatibility trumps love. I want to be in a relationship where there's high compatibility. I would say compatibility maybe has a larger proportion mm. because eventually love, I mean, life gets in the way you get kids, you have bills to pay. Mm. But I think when we talk about love, I think. Should we define you must, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You must I, yeah. love someone, right? And and I think the the love that perhaps the article is talking about is this notion of euphoria and Sharon. You mentioned mm. that 
because at the core of a relationship should be love. Right? Yeah. And there should be this love of caring and, and wanting to be there for each other consistently. But that cannot be um, subsidized by lack of compatibility. Because yeah. if you're so different, and Jules, I, I love the piece that you made about um, upbringing, right? Because that actually leads to compatibility. Because the way you see mm. the world and the way you deal with things on a day-to-day basis is actually a lot driven by your upbringing, your traumas from the past, your value experiences, system. your value systems, mm. value systems. That's really critical. Right? Yeah. And so once you can start figuring those pieces out, then it brings everything together. But Jules, you're right. You, you must love the other person yeah. um, because if you don't love someone, then you shouldn't even show up. Yeah. So be. I think let's define it for ourselves. Yeah. We, what is, love has a more deeper meaning than just affection, um, the affections mm. and the feelings and the desires. Mm. Um, but do you think you've ever been in a situation where, because I think what this article, and, and, and I, I want us to put the article, the article is just going to bring us back to base. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's like, have you been in a situation where you're in a relationship where you're staying, you love the person, mm-hmm. but you're mostly there because it works. Mm. Yeah. It's not so bad that you want to leave. Yeah. Cause you're like, so good cause you're like, cause, you're like cause I think what they're trying to say is, yeah, I'm here cause it works. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or alternatively, you've been in a relationship where, oh my gosh, the compatibility you can't you're constantly because what is compatibility looking at the world in the same way mm-hmm. um not having to like teach your partner how to love you you know yeah. you're training somebody yeah. like babe how come you don't yeah, call long. me <laughs> babe, how come? It's, it's such a it's a long thing it's and then you finally thing. meet somebody who you don't feel like you need to train teach them like, yeah or, or, or maybe you're just like a little like listen i like my tissue over not under so please just don't do the stuff where mm. you leave the tissue the other way and let it roll down there you know Always over. Always, always over. over. It's over, not under, isn't it? Yeah. Because of OCD. Nobody <laughs> go to people's houses and I'm like, where is the tissue down? I don't know what's like the tissue is even it's in It's supposed to be over, under, babe, because if you leave it under, no. Yeah. Why? What because happens? combo. Nothing happens. No, well, yes. no, it should just, you know, so you can. Mm, and even when you're cutting it, it's different. It yeah, doesn't cut it, properly. When you cut when it's under, you have to hold the yes. tissue <laughs> and pull. No, yeah. it'll, it'll roll out. Yeah. Anyway, that's just the thing. It's related to promise. It's related to promise. Over, not under. So for me, like that's compatibility where you feel like, oh, or, or, or just ideologies. Mm. You're sitting watching a movie and this person is like, mm, what are these guys doing? You, that scene has moved you and changed your life. And you realize, this oh person my God. Is unmoved. Let me actually tell you a little story. I yeah. remember this guy I was dating who I thought was the love of my life was actually the shit of my life. <laughs> and we were on and off for seven, eight years. <laughs> and on the final try... Honestly, I thought this was going to be it because he came correct. I, yeah. I was even shocked to let him back into my life. But he was like, yo, Jules. Because I was like, what's the difference now? Why are you coming to me? And he's like, listen, we met when we were like 21, 22. Mm. I was just playing the field, doing my thing. But now I re- I know what I want. And I have my, his issue was like, he didn't have his shit together. He didn't mm. have his money. And he's like, now that I feel like I have Things aligned. I don't see my life with anybody but you. Wow, wow. I get a box idiots. <laughs> Bars. Yeah. And then now this is not an example of compat- compatibility. This is when I had a I had a oh shit moment. Mm. Because this was a huge thing for me. Yeah. We're watching a movie, just a random movie on Netflix, which he picked. Mm-hmm. We're having lunch and then he's like, Oh, let me 
let's watch this film. It was a Nigerian film, but uh, no, it was, it was, it was an African American, African, um, like literal African and then American film. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was uh, the, the, the premise. We didn't even get to half the film because we started arguing at the beginning, but like the premise of the film was this girl is going abroad to do her studies. Yes. And then you know how there's the blessing. Oh, go well, be well mm-hmm. when you go abroad from the family. So she was told to go see the local, the blesser. Yes. But now my partner at the yeah. time was like, that's a, a witchcraft, a mganga. Mm-hmm. So this guy is doing all these rituals and, you know, and, and me, I'm like, I'm digging it. You know, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, it's culture. Yeah, it's culture. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so so now they were like, um, yeah, you know, that's witchcraft. And I'm like, according to who? He's like, but it's in the Bible. And I'm like, yeah, right. great, because we've chosen the Bible. But mm. before the white man came, these rituals meant something to us. Right. And then somebody powerful. labeled them yeah. and said, that is witchcraft. And it's bad. Absolutely. But to us, it's not witchcraft. No. This somebody is blessing. You're being told to put something in your mouth, spit it out. It means something to us. It connects us to God, maybe through our ancestors, whatever. But mm. it connects us to the date, the higher deity. Now, me trying to explain to him this. You should have seen he looks at and me. And he's a Kenyan guy. Yay. He looks at let me tell you, I was looked at, I was looked, he looked, I, they looked at me like I was <laughs> crazy, an enigma. And that's when I was like, oh my, this, this ain't it. Okay. Maybe, oh my, he's God. And oh my, the God of the ancestors. ancestors. I was just like, oh my God. Like I had a moment like this can't work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's compatibility. I f- no, I there. Fully Yet I fully was in love with the guy. Absolutely. Mm. No, I agree. Cause I think for me, my, 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 my recent, my, my last relationship so we were in an interracial relationship podcast for another day <laughs> and those things really show up. And I feel like we, we loved each other for sure. We were also compatible. So I agree with you that both of both, both things matter, but I think it, it really depends on what stage of your relationship you're at as well. Cause like, have you heard of the four stages of the relationships? There's, I think that the first stage, which is honeymoon phase. And then there's, what are they? Do you guys know the, the four stages? No. Oh my God, I must. No, I please must. teach us. Let me teach you. Maybe because that's where Jules, you and I have been going wrong. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So these are the stages. So there's the euphoric stage. There's the early attachment stage. There's the crisis stage. And then there's the deep attachment. So I feel like after at the crisis stage, if your compatibility is not on point, because sometimes when you're in love, you don't, you don't know whether you're compatible. Yeah. But at the crisis stage, that's when your compatibility really shows and I feel like even with I draw reference to my previous relationship, that's when the cracks really just cracked, you know? And, and I always thought we were compatible. Like, I mean, I was, I was there for five years. Like if you, if you sat me down and said, you guys are not compatible, I'd be like, you're crazy. But then when a crisis shows up and it's not a crisis, like one situation, a stage means it's a long drawn out period of time mm. and you just can't seem to resolve it, you know? And I think that's where compatibility really like rears its head um, but for the most part, I feel like we confuse love for compatibility. So that's why I think this article really spoke to me because I was like, I really felt all, I have felt all these signs, but I thought, see, that's love. See, he's my best friend. See, he's my, ah, yeah. he's my safe space. He's yeah. my da, da, da. But then when I, when I looked at it with, in, with regards to those stages and specifically the crisis stage, that's when I was like, those feelings were not, were not it, you know, like that's when I really felt like, okay, maybe we are not compatible, but we are very much in love. You get what I mean? Right. So yeah, that's, that, that's my, that was my experience with it. And it, it was so illuminating because even now as I go into my, as I'm now in my new relationship, these are things that I'm bringing in with me, like just yeah. thinking through, um, cause I feel like, I mean, I don't want to sit and say it was just the, the fact that we were of different races that 
it, you know, then we weren't compatible. But that thing for value systems and just also just your vision in life, like where 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 do we each see where do we see each other going? Yeah. In the next few years, like that stuff really matters. So all this to say that I definitely think both are important, but I think compatibility matters more at a particular stage. Like yeah. Ukomwanzoni, I don't know, like I feel like you can kind of get away with it, but then, you know, because I, I still feel like love is such a, maybe because I'm in my honeymoon phase right now, but like <laughs> love is so nice. Like those, you know, the, those, those warm, fuzzy feelings that you get whenever you, 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 your person calls you or when they send you a message or you hear their voice, like I, I don't, I can't imagine not having that. And it sounds like when you're describing compatibility, Charles, I don't know, it sounds like it, it sounds too transactional in the sense that we're just, we're, we're not supposed to have those feelings. Like are we yeah. just supposed to, but he's older and wiser. So maybe sure. we need to listen. But, but, but it's, it's new school time. Like maybe, but, maybe, I don't know. I feel like you, yeah. you can't not have those warm, fuzzy feelings. Like we can't just be compatible. Like that's, that's yeah. all we are. Like we're just, I feel like that works for like maybe business partners. And, yeah. or like, and even before know. you answer that, yeah. I want to, ask another question so you can ask mm. them together. Right. So in your mind, because you've said compatibility trumps love, mm. I just want to understand it. Eh? <clears throat> <laughs> so that means like you're happy to have like a dead love relationship, but it's very highly compatible. So so I, I think that's why I said let's define love. Right? Yeah, let's define actually. Because I think it's the element of the, there's love whereby you really care about the person, all of that. Mm. There's the element of euphoria, perhaps what you're talking about. Is honey, euphoria. Yeah. Honeymoon phase, Stage. right? Mm-hmm. So honeymoon phase will phase away. It comes and goes. Yeah. And then real life kicks in. What's real life? Like what, what's a... Real life is, I'm trying to think random stuff. Like, what's, like what school does the kid go to? Yeah. What's, right. Stuff like... Uh, mm. What if you're interracial? Mm-hmm. What language do, do, do we speak the to this speak, kid at all? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, um, is that important? What school does a kid go to? How do we dress the kid? Simple things. If you are inter-religion, and I'm not even talking about one person is Hindu, the other one is Islam or Christian. I'm talking one is PCA, <laughs> one the is other Catholic, Catholic yeah. or yeah. evangelical, right? What church do they go to? But okay, but you see, right? uh, yeah, okay, no, you haven't finished. Just Cause, first. Because that's actually what... At the end of the day, relationships are made of. Right. It's those, those decisions. mundane decisions that life goes on, right? But, and mm. I know, Sharon, you call it like business transactional, but it's actually not transactional, right? It's actually real life. It's pragmatic. And it's very pragmatic. But it's, but it's too, it, it feels too pragmatic in the sense that, so now I'm just going to find someone who's me, like, but mm. I'm a man, a man, a male version of. So, so, you know. and, and um, I, I think, Jules, you, 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 touched on it and mm. what i was going to say it's not about finding someone who is similar to you mm. it's about finding someone who's complimentary to you right facts okay both of us there's some toxic messaging who is like the male version of you and i'm like i don't want to date the male version of me i need yeah, somebody away. different exactly. i'd be like nah, <laughs> nah yeah, nigga. Right? i don't want to date myself right yeah. like Ew. I love women <laughs> and I want, and, and I also want new experiences, right? Yeah. Like, however, you want someone who's com- complimentary of you, mm. right? Whereby the relationship, like you're building each other at the end of the day. However, if one person wants, and this is where compliment, uh, I'm sorry, compatibility comes in and the vision and all of that is mm. if one person li- wants to live in London, 
You met in Nairobi. Oh, that's real life, Sharon. Yeah, this happened to Where to live. Yeah. Yeah. One person wants to, in the next three years, I want to be in London. Mm. And you say, in the next three years, I want to be in New York. San Francisco, Jamaica. Yeah, or San Francisco, (laughs) right? If you cannot come to um, like a central point or middle ground of that. That's a deal breaker. Say, actually, you know what? London, San Francisco. How about we do Dubai? These are the kind right. of relationship problems. Like, those are the things that comparability <laughs> brings in. Or how how about we... And, and so it's really trying to figure out that. Yeah. But you must have a certain value system that respects those differences and finds a bridge to carry the two, right? Mm. And, and the other element of comparability for me, which I think is so, so critical, is communication, right? You can't be compatible if you don't hear each other yeah right Mm. and so having that element of actually genuinely hearing the other person listening to understand their position right not just talking at each other yeah then you can build on those compatibility elements but that's my humble opinion but like how do you know all this (laughs) who told you how did you you read all this (laughs) you go through the process right (laughs) unfortunately i don't think I mean, Have you ever been in a situation where, um, I mean, and it's up to you to let us know how much, but like where you felt like, all right, this is my lesson on compatibility. Absolutely. I think, I think in all relationships I've been in, you really experience those things, right? At the end of the day, you, you find someone who you date for X period of time, or you're in a serious long term relationship, mm-hmm. but you know, like, Earlier before the show, we, we got on the show, I was talking about how historically I used to be very judgmental. I used to be like, okay, a relationship has ended. Okay, who was at fault consistently, right? But then over time, you start realizing, actually, both people are amazing human beings. They're just different, yeah. mm. right? They just want different things out of their life. And Even if one wanted, cheated... <laughs> well, cheating is a whole different thing, right? But, but I'm just still, talking yeah, but whereby, it's, I guess it's still related to they want different things. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying infidelity. So let's take infidelity out, right? Let's take the elements that historically in our minds, and that's why I was saying I used to be judgmental. I used to be like, okay, that relationship ended. Who screwed up? Mm. Mm. But I've come to realize over time that actually relationship ends because different things happen and it's not a matter of one person screwed up sometimes. And this is probably going to sound bad. The relationship just takes its course. It runs its course. Mm, it just expires. It's its expiration. It expires. Really? Mm. It's, I know people say that, but right? really, I really? think there are situations like that. Like yeah. it expires like food. Like it's, yeah. Um, like you, yeah. you, the, the love ishas like for lack of a, <laughs> I don't Better, know. Yeah. Right. Like it, it literally, fact, yeah. Cause also you, you grow and evolve. And I feel like if you're not growing together, or like if, if now Julia, you grow into a person that for some reason I don't recognize and I don't love and we don't date each other even as friends. Yeah. I'll definitely, we'll, at some point we'll just hit a snag and be like, you know what, maybe our new versions of us are incompatible. We're incompatible. We're incompatible. <laughs> exactly. <know? laughs> and, and, and in my view is that it's important and I think it's probably, maybe this is controversial, but it's important to actually call it a day at that point. Mm. Right? But it's hard. Before yeah. you get to a point whereby you, you are acrimonious and despise each other. Yeah. Right. Because at that Mm. point, then it becomes a whole mess. Right. 
it's better to end a relationship whereby you still love and respect each other than letting it get to a point whereby you despise each other and you can't stand each other and all of that. I know that's, that's easier. I I think, I think, yeah, because I think for me in theory, that's what I'd like. I would have liked all my relationships to have been like Mm. to end at the point because you know, you know, mm. you always know, like, mm, you know, yeah. Something's but off, at yeah. the end of the day, you try to, you try to be optimistic. You're like, you remember why we met. I have never left a relationship when it was the, like the time you've described. Right no, mm. no, no, no. I've always left when, yo, it's gone to, uh, yeah. It's, and I, if there's anyone out there who's ever, I, I, me, yeah, you, you tell me, actually, I left before, before <laughs> you, you left. saw it coming because you see between the moment of realization and that toxic stage, they still, things are still okay. Yeah. They're not bad. Mm-hmm. So you keep hoping, 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 hoping. Yeah. And you also want to see the best in, in the other person. But I think even this conversation just got me thinking like if, if, cause we've all been in situations where we felt like our, our person, you were, you were incompatible. Mm. If we could be honest with each other, <laughs> 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 just laughing. Do you, do you, did you know, when did you know you were incompatible or did it show up l- later? Like for me, which genuinely, when we got to our crisis stages when I, I started having those thoughts or did you know from the beginning, but just sort of put it aside and said, you know what, uh, maybe, I don't know. Cause sometimes in the, in the beginning, it's so, as, as it's you're called, euphoric, right? Yeah. That you, you're very forgiving, you know, red flags are yellow. Like you don't see that shit. Like you're just, you're just coasting. Um, so I'm just curious if you guys noticed early on and just put it aside or it genuinely just found you when it found you. I, I guess the question is, what does the beginning mean? Right? Because for all of us, or at least for most people, mm. you get into a relationship because you, you, you see the best out of the other person yeah. and you see and desire someone who you're going to get along with, who you're compatible with and who you can build a life with. I I don't know many people who get, especially when you get to a point of whereby it's, you know, it's, um, it's monogamous and, and, and committed and, and you get into a fiance situation, engaged, married, all of that. You're not thinking, here's my exit clause. Mm. Although maybe perhaps we should be thinking about that. <laughs> episode for another day. But um, <laughs> I, I think that it, it just evolves to a point whereby you're no longer compatible. But I was going to joke and say, hope is never a strategy, right? Like, yeah. that's what one of my old bosses used to say, like, don't hope that you're going to achieve X. No, y- you have to put in the hard work and get it done because mm. hope is not a strategy. And I think that perhaps we hope so much out yeah. of things and think that they're going to work out. And genuinely in your heart, when you start seeing certain things, even when your friends tell you that this is not going to work or there's an issue and you deny it deep down inside, if you're sincere to yourself, you know mm. that it's not going to work. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I get, okay. Julia, what about you? Did you catch you yourself know, at the beginning? Yeah. Or? So as he was talking, I was just like, have I, so for sure, I think it's, I've had both, yeah, mm. where I've fallen completely in love and there is nothing that anyone could tell me. Mm. 
I wouldn't even know that somebody's trying to tell me because I'm just rose colored glasses. Mm. Yeah. I've been in, I've been in a situation where I'm so into some, oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I've been in a situation where I'm so into someone. I don't even, maybe I didn't even have the tools to be honest, to identify or the skills to identify this is incompatibility. I had yes. to be burnt. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm. Um, even if, even if we, 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 we stuck it out, it still wouldn't work because now the incompatibility would come out. You know what I yeah. mean? Even if we've decided, okay, let's just respect each other. Let's build a home. There's no way. Oh my gosh. Yes. I've been in those situations where I'm so into somebody. And then when you break up, you're like, but there's no way this, this, gonna this relationship was going to work because we are our, not even we're different, but our, for me at that, at that relationship I'm thinking about our emotional needs were so different. Mm. Yeah. And, I think I, and yeah. he was incapable of meeting my emotional mm. needs. Mm. And cause my, that's and, my, and yeah, but then I've also been in the situation where, yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, may I got in. And I was like, I'm not trying to be single. <laughs> this street is cold this as is rough. fuck. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say, AKA, I was lonely. And I knew yeah. it. And, and I just wanted to have somebody around. Right. And this person just dropped on my lap. And I was like, oh, you're cute. You know? And we started to date. And like, literally, like from like week three, I was like, wow, 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 this is where we have come. <laughs> Charles, you know. Charles, Charles, tell us. <laughs> that, this is where we have come. Yeah. This is where I've brought myself. <laughs> you know, and I mean, I think I noticed. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I noticed we're incompatible. But now for me, that was the beginning of denial. Mm. Yeah. And I was yes. like, no, 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 it's okay. You know, no one is perfect. Mm, that's the narrative. Yeah. Like that's no one is perfect. Even me, I've come with my own BS into this relationship. Yeah. I've come with my own trauma. We'll figure it out. And then I used to do this thing where I compare um, what I used to think are healthy relationships. And I'm like, look how they started in such dysfunction and they're still together. They right. even have a kid. They even have a this. Even. So I look at those relationships and I'm like, you see, not everyone starts. Kwani now who told, who, who, who wrote that script? Mm. So I, you know, I create a narrative in my mind to encourage me out of, that discourage doubt. me from saying, hey, Z. This doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And then... Funny thing, at the end of the relationship, mm. the same issues that I that were a problem at the beginning, a problem or like maybe just kneading their heads, mm-hmm. um, removing the head kidogo, that the ones that ended the relationship. Mm. So I've definitely been in in denial, um, but I do have to say, even in that relationship where I could see this is going to be a huge compatibility issue, yeah, I was still I still fell in love. Absolutely, yeah. this person was like. The, the joy of my life at some point. But then, you know, at the end of the night, I'm just like, but why did you have to do that? Like, why do you have to talk mm. like that? Why do you have, because, you know, because I'm like, we're just not the same. We're just not compatible, you know? Yeah. Um, um, there's something else I was going to say about that denial thing. When I remember, I'll tell you. Because yes. I feel like for, for me, what I'm, I'm trying to like work out in my head is, is it like, incompa- like is incompatibility a deal breaker? Because the, uh, it's not like, okay. you know what I mean? Can I just answer that yeah, real quick? 150 that. fucking percent. It's a deal breaker for me mm. because I have been in relationships mm. where you're incompatible, but there's love. And that is what is toxic. That is a brew for toxicity where mm. you're not supposed to be together. And you know, you know, how, you know how Drake says, even through the concrete, a flower will grow. 
Yeah, but that's not the best environment no, for the flower. No, 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 no. Even in toxic drink. situations, the reason it's called toxic is because there's a sweetness there. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just be a bad relationship. Everyone yeah. is bored and would break up because like, ugh, it's dead. <laughs> but it's toxic because there's highs, lows, highs, yeah. lows, highs, lows, highs, lows. And, and I'm not sure if I'm trying to say that toxicity equals incompatibility. No, mm. I'm just saying in those situations where there's love, and there's high incompatibility. Yeah. There's a high chance that's a toxic it's relationship. Toxic. Yeah. It just makes me wonder what makes us be attracted to people we are not compatible with. Or is it that, you know what I mean? Like at what point d- d- does it start to dissipate that you're not? Because when you, when you meet someone, it's not like you can, there's people you meet instantly. You're like, here, we are not compatible at all. Like case closed. Oh, but what makes you cross over even if right. you know? Even if you know, like, is it, is it a certain threshold? Is it that thing you've said, which is just uh, telling yourself a different narrative that I'm not perfect, neither they, why am I? Like, wh- at what point does incompatibility become the deal breaker? Because if you've already entered that relationship, clearly it's not a deal breaker. It's just that, like, I'm, I'm using myself as an example because for me, that's what happened. It, the, those incompatibilities were, were not deal breakers until crisis stage. Ah. When I realized, you mean in a crisis, this is how you behave? Yeah. Nah, like, I, this is not going to work, right? So, like, I want to give, I want to give you a chance to speak. Do you want yeah. to speak something like this or should I just jump no, in? No, no, jump in and then I have something. Yeah. Um, you see, the thing is, um, yeah, because you're saying at that point, they're not, Deal breakers. Mm. Why are my points leaving me? Is it this way? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me jump in. Okay. Yeah. I want to actually give a slightly crazier, interesting perspective. Okay. okay. Parenting. I was going to say childhood. Yeah. And yeah. The absence. Okay. Okay. And uh, you love your parents, mm. right? There's mad love for the most part, right? Many parents. There are situations whereby you can't stand your parents, but for the most part, you love your parents. However, there are situations whereby you're incompatible with your parents because yeah, and so siblings or, or your siblings mm. or whoever, but it doesn't change the fact that you love them. Yeah. Right? True. And, and that's why you see in certain situations, people distance themselves from their parents or whoever, or their siblings. And there's this element of like the family you choose, right? Why? Because the family you choose is a family that you're very compatible, compatible with. with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which goes back to my earlier point of, there's still a fundamental element of love, but it's what kind of love, especially in a relationship. So my, my point is, I think it's important to really differentiate the element of at what point do you realize that you're incompatible? Right. And then is the incompatibility because of the stage of life that the two of, of you, you are, are in, in. Oh, yeah. Right? Is it because true? circumstance yeah. change. Yeah. Right? Your circumstances change, your compatibility exactly. levels. Hmm. And yeah. then over time, can that evolve? Because we all evolve, right? If you choose. If, if you, you choose. If you to, allow to learn, yourself to learn the exactly. lesson. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So if you can be able to evolve and you can then build that compatibility, mm. then yes, you should stick around and you should figure out how to make that work. Yeah. Right? However, if you're so set in your ways and none of the individuals are willing to meet halfway, which hence compromise, right? Because compromise in itself is about compatibility. If you think about mm. the core of compromising, right? It's about finding a place, a middle ground whereby you're both compatible and you both, you, you see 
at least mm, a you've way met each of other getting, halfway. Yeah, you you met each other halfway. You know, one person likes to go hiking, the other person loves to play golf. So how do you figure out a way whereby you walk the golf course? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> that is your compromise. No, it's a rubbish. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> example, it's not. Right? Get it. It's not, yeah. It's not. But those are but, the fundamentals of relationships. Yeah. How to spend leisure time. Yeah, but and so I think for me, it's saying that it's not about. I realized we're incompatible at the very beginning. Mm. It's saying that over time, are you evolving in a way that you're consistently compatible? Because I'm sure that there are times whereby you meet in college, um, it's fun and games, you're compatible, you're going out, you're drinking, blah, blah, blah. Um, you're partying all the time and then things change, right? One other person wants to continue that lifestyle. The other one actually wants to settle down, whether it's for whatever reason, they graduate earlier they are now working, they need to work X to X and they can't live the life that they used to. Mm -hmm. So can you still be compatible in that stage? It does not change the fact that you love each other, right? So that's why I was saying for me, compatibility trumps love because love for me is almost the foundation of any relationship, mm -hmm. right? And then compatibility is a mm. layer so you're, you're, of the love. You're you're speaking. You're you're kind of assuming that the love is already there, the and love then the has, to, has be to be there. So it's not that yeah. it's compatibility devoid of love. Exactly. So it's, okay, yeah. mm. English is great. You you give good English. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah, English is excellent. Exactly. It's not compatibility devoid of love. It's mm. that love without compatibility can't work. Mm. However, love we uh, in in my view f fundamentally. Love is the foundational piece. And then now you have to start building the columns yeah. above, which are now the elements of compatibility. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. I agree with that. <laughs> that I, I, love your English. I, I think I actually really agree with that because that's definitely. Yes. That I think in, in my previous situation, it, it was, it was that the love was there. Um, and then the compatibility yeah, you're, you yes. Because when everyone meets, it's love, love, love. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then it's like, oh my god, we're not compatible. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not. We're compatible, and then we fall in love. Right. I mean, unless it's an arranged marriage. marriage. Which, by the way, are more successful than love marriages. Just that, putting it out there. Is that it? Really? Yes. In what yes. the statistics? Like for real? For no, real. these are real statistics. What? Arranged marriages wow. are more successful than love marriages, but it comes from a history. You know, but of you, yeah, of of. You you know going first of all the matchmaking process is yeah do they check compatibility yes mm. they do uh, well the good the good matchmakers sometimes it's the parents who pick their partners yeah but then at the end of the day this is this is um, a skill that has been passed down from generation to gener generation and then the, the children all these generations they are aware that this is how, you, you don't go in saying mm, me this guy I don't like that he plays golf you already <laughs> learn. They say they say you learn you learn how to to to, to compromise. Compromise mm. is like a skill that is ingrained in you since you're young. Yeah. From the moment wow. you, from the moment you start having crashes and you start wondering about love and relationships, you start to know is that you're not going to meet a guy who's six foot, right? Six, uh, six figure income. Sijui, mm. he loves to do this and he likes jazz and he doesn't like whatever Motown. You know, it's just like no. You're taught the to the base is compromise. We can have a good conversation. We believe in the same things. Mm. Um, and then already, you, already, because 
you're, you're picking somebody from your culture. Your culture. Yeah, those things are already those in things check. are already in place. Yeah. Just what they say, the love will grow. It's it's, yes. it's marriage because mm. for them the focus is marriage. Mm. You know, yeah, building the, a community. Right. And then the love, the romantic. Because there are many kinds yeah, of love. The eros, romance. the eros love will come. Yes. Just open for. I think Tony's outside. Yeah, he's sitting outside. Booba! <laughs> Booba! <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Tony Tone. Lupa, Lupa. Hello, Tony. Hello. Oku Gatia. Hello. We can do a This was, in fact, you need your own podcast, the both of you. <laughs> no, we need to join the, the Shags Chronicles. You know Shags Chronicles? They talk about stories from like high school. Oh my God, it's the funniest. I need to, it's, it's understandable, Kikuyu. Oh, it's you, for... No, you learn Kikuyu once you start. Okay, yeah, it's so hilarious. All right, guys, shall we? We are 40 minutes in. Can you imagine? Hiya, already? Yeah. We have about 20 minutes to go. I didn't know that you pause and continue. No, yeah, just you just So you edit you this thing? Yeah. Oh, no, no. So, yeah, this thing is serious. Yes. It's very so, serious. Is there something you've said that you're like, mm. um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the thought? You were. Oh, I think I wanted to say something, but he was saying. You said Eros. Eros, the different yeah. types of loves, yeah. yeah. I'm saying there's different types of love, but also to just um, answer, there's a question you asked me about when you know compatibility is an issue, red flag, um, when does, red flag, yeah. Um, for me, it goes back to learning lessons mm. from relationships mm. when I was younger, and I haven't been in many like serious relationships, yeah. I've only been in one, two three relationships that I'd say these were, no, two actually, two relationships that I could say these were serious relationships. Mm. And for me, serious relationships, there's also a time element, like at least we were together for at least a year. Yeah. Or the depth of it was quite... So anyway, that compatibility thing is is something that you also learn. So now for me, coming from a relationship where I got in, I knew we were not compatible mm. pretty early on, but mm. I was determined to make the relationship work, work because yeah. there was a lot of things that were working, but the things that were incompatible mm. were very, very significant to my happiness yeah. and to my like relationship well-being. Yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah, if there's something like that, there should be. it's like we had 10 things going right, but like four were so off, mm. but they were the things that can break us. Yeah. You know? Deal breakers, yeah. Mm. And they trump the 10. Mm-hmm. Right? Ex- it's an element of waiting, so to speak. Exactly. It can be, ju- ju- what is it? Eh? The math. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that opaque situation. <laughs> um, Not opaque. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, it's so, so it goes down to learning, but also awareness of of self, mm. like you have to know this is what incompatibility looks like for me. Yes, yes. babe. You can't That's it actually. You can't just say, ah, I think we're incompatible because we don't like the same movies. Nah, mm. boo boo. This is a painful process. Yeah. And and I think what's scary for me is that meeting somebody and we're so attracted to each other mm. and then I'm seeing, oh shoot. Incompatibility There's sign. that thing. Yeah. And you have to make the decision to follow through on what the spirit is telling you, your whatever is telling you, 
or to just go and try again and hope be your strategy. You know what I <laughs> <Yeah>. mean? <laughs> so I haven't found myself in a situation where yet yeah, where, where I'm like, I'm, I feel like I love, I'm, I could love this person, but then my life lessons are telling me otherwise. Mm. But I have found myself in a situation where I kind of like a person and I'm like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, had I not learned this, yeah, I'd have gone, gone with this, exactly. and, and then, this would be another shit show. Mm. Let me ask yeah. you guys, what what do you think are signs of incompatibility? Like, if you could go in on a granular example, you know what I mean? Because I think we're 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 seeing them, yeah, but we are we're probably coming from such different places. Though. Okay, what? Yeah, I'm ready. for you, girl, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm raring to go. Let's go, Jules. So for me. Uh. Um, a huge sign of incompatibility is somebody who struggles to um, communicate. Yeah. And I don't mean telling me, babe, I'm here. What do you need? Mm. I don't mean like that. I mean, somebody who struggles to communicate their feelings. Their feelings. Yes. Um, yeah. and express them. And then it's up to me to extract what they're mm, feeling and then make them feel better. Right. I used to be attracted to people who are like that a lot. Because I'm okay. a fixer, you know, mm. I like to, are you okay? I got you. I'm also an empath. So I can, before you tell me something, I kind of figure out what was going on with you as soon as I get to know you. Yeah. Mm. And over time that becomes a problem because at first this person likes that. And they're like, that's, yeah. what, that's what attracts you become them. A clutch, crutch. What's the emotional thing? crutch? The crutch. Yeah. That, that becomes what attracts them to, to me. Yeah. And then eventually it starts to it's frustrate. Draining. It drains me. Yeah. But then also now I start asking, initially when I ask them to communicate or tell me how you're feeling, what's mm-hmm. going on, are you okay, are we okay? Mm-hmm. Initially, they are, they are willing to communicate because, you know, we are, we, are, we are in the honeymoon. Exactly. Right. But then eventually they go to their real selves where they don't want to express. Exactly. They are a bit of an avoidant. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, incompatibility is somebody who is not emotionally present for me. Yeah. Number one deal breaker Fact. for me is yeah. somebody who I can see in fact, for me, the characteristic I used to, the, the way my child, like mind, I'm still a child somehow, but the way my mind used to tell me, I'd be like, oh, he's so mysterious. Oh, you mean, you're not too mysterious. mysterious. I'm like, Let, Keep your I don't want mystery. Stay in the movie. Let's, <laughs> let's watch you on That's TV. So you're not coming into my life and disrupting me and my, myself. Oh my God. Yeah. So number one is, is that thing of, I have to, um, I have to pull out information from you. I used right. to almost enjoy it. And then That's I realized so it's, it's so, it's not good for me. Yeah. And my second and final, but I have many. I'm yeah, going to no, say good. two for today mm. is I'm not going to compromise on my need, my desire for physical touch as a primal love language for me. Facts. Mm. Usually we're the same person. Yeah. Like so, um, if you're not a touchy person, mm. and, affectionate, and, and affectionate, affectionate. And don't be shy. I mean, if you're in public places, friend, well, you're not I the kind still. of person who, but please put your hand on my thigh. Yeah. Hold my hand. Hold my hand and reassurance with somebody. Oh my god, back you look so pretty. Ear, you know, or like, oh my god, what you said was so smart, baby. Yeah. Or baby, you're gonna be fine. Trust me. Uh, or so if you, if, if, if I have to ask you, I'm like, babe, can we just cuddle? Mm. If I find myself asking and that, questioning, you're done. Jehovah Jireh, I will not. No matter how cute you are. Okay, maybe if you look like Idris, perhaps we can compromise. Oh, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I can get Idris to come. No, I'm not interested. Uh, you know he can. Let girl. me tell you, girl. Wait, wait, wait. What? Do you know who you're sitting next eh? to? Eh? Anyway, as a uh, focus. Focus, compatibility. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I like coffee theory boy. You know, coffee look at that readjusting. Um, um, the most actor? handsome man in the whole world. Oh, in really? the whole world. In Julia's world. He's, He's not the most yeah. handsome. He's the most handsome in the world. No. 
Anyway, okay, we'll look okay if it's an emotionally unavailable weekend, that one we can discuss. <laughs> anyway, I'm just joking. No, but I, can't, I, I, can't, I, I Those are. And I love, I love, you know, I love that it's so great. Like, it, it, it's clear. It's clear what. And that came with time, babe, right. and a lot of heart and disappointment yep. and then acceptance. Mm, but now you're all the wiser. Mm. And I feel like for me, it's a big deal breaker in terms of compatibility is someone who doesn't see. Like I always say, or my mom has always told me since I was a kid that I have a sunny disposition. Like my automatic view is it's it's positive. Like by the time something mm-hmm. is negative, it's because it's really being negative. Yeah. And I think I, I'm not compatible with someone who has the opposite of me, yeah. which is they don't have a sunny disposition. Mm. Like they are just and pessimistic, it's, pessimistic yeah. or cynical. Oh, okay. cynical. I can't be with a cynical person. And it's not that there's anything wrong with them because sometimes the way you've been raised, you just have a cynical approach to life. Yeah. And sometimes it actually makes you a very, you know, good like business person or hard worker or like very loyal, you know. Yep. But then it means you're very shut off. And for me, who's, who has a sunny disposition, I can be an- annoying to you. Like, yeah. you're like, why are you always so happy? Why are you always so da 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 da? Yeah. And I've definitely been with people in the past who get irritated by my like. Happiness. Yeah, it's my, my glee. Let, maybe not happiness, yeah. my glee. You know, they're just we like, love your glee. I know, I love my glee. Yeah. No, but to certain people who have that disposition, it's it's um, they just don't like it. And I yeah. feel like for me, I got to realize that that's someone I'm not compatible with. We might love each other for days. We might yeah. get on. We might have moments where Good we banter, great banter, which we we all love. But then when when shit hits the fan, I think for me, I cannot deal with that kind of disposition mm. because it's we, we are now at, at our cause our value system is disengaged because me I'm, I'm seeing the best out of the situation even if it's really really bad but then the other person is looking at me like do you not understand the gravity of the situation you know and i think hey that's that has never it just it, it doesn't work for me it drains me and yeah. it makes me also self-conscious self-aware self what's the word when you're g Sabotage—that's yeah. the word. Yeah. So for me, that's the biggest incompatibility I've come to realize in my in my older years. Yeah. I, I think I have a. I'll put it simply: if mm-hmm. I have to work hard in a relationship, I don't want to be in it. Ooh. Well, hey, you know hey, what? What's working that's hard? Like, I know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will break it down. Mm-hmm. If I have to think about yeah. what I'm going to talk to you about, <laughs> yeah. if I have to think about. Are you happy or not? If I have Damn. to put that effort, i.e. I'm going beyond what I would naturally do mm. to meet your needs, then that's not for me. Okay. Like, wow. And there'll mm. be someone for you who will do those things. But for me, I need that element of simplicity. Mm, yeah. Because every time I walk out that door, life is hard. Right. Yeah. Especially if you live in Nigeria, like (laughs) our Nigerian followers, like (laughs) they know this thing, right? A a friend of mine put it so well. They said, you know, you wake up, you're hustling, you're working hard at work every day. Like you're doing so much. You don't want to go home and then start hustling again. Again. Right. And so if, if I'm getting up in the morning and I work a lot and I do all of these things that I do, if I have to go home, and I have to start working hard at my relationship. That's not for me. Mm. Have you been in a situation where that's been the case so for now? For you now, for you now, you know it's a no. No, I haven't been in that relationship. So how do you know specifically? But I've just 
sort of seen certain people go through that, whereby they're consistently trying to make the relationship work. Mm-hmm. I think that's right? it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that if you're consistently trying like to go. make the relationship work, then you should know that actually this is not for you. Right. Mm. Because a relationship, and I know people say you, you should work hard at your relationship. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> it no. should be easy. Yeah. I want my relationship to be easy. I want my relationship to be, a, a, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a place of solace for me. Yeah. My mama, she right. says, if it comes from God, it comes with peace. Thank if you. If it comes from whatever else, it comes. Then with, you don't have peace. You don't have peace. Yeah. Right. And, and so I want my relationships to be easy. Have you been in, in a relationship that's easy? Because we're not, we're not talking optimistic. So you have. Too much. So you I've, have. I've had. You've mm. had. And, and I know. What, so, uh, the reason I'm asking, mm. and, and I'm not interrupting you, I'm going to let you finish. It's just that I don't want us to speak from a point of uh, the ideal. The ideal. Hypothesis. A hypothesis. Mm. Because somebody will be like, yeah, that's what you're saying, but qua ground is not like that. Yeah, yeah. true. Because I've been in both situations. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I have been in situations whereby the, the relationship is, it. in fact, let me use this word, it flows, right? And when a relationship flows, then you know that it's compatible. So why aren't you with them? Right? Life happens. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm curious, Charles, are you single? What's going on? You know, this is, this is when we should mention... <laughs> You know, why, why, before why, he why even is, answers, why, because why, we want to know. I, I want, we want to know you, where you're speaking from. You know, like is it from a place of, like, like Julia said, now you hypothesis, know hypothesis, yeah. or is it? Because um, you've said it's something you've seen from some, but from another situation, it's it's, it's from uh, from uh, it's not hypothesis. It's from life's lessons. Okay, life's lessons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. By by the way, as as your listeners should be listening, uh, or, or or as they're listening. They should know I'm I'm way older by a factor of like three <laughs> X. Those are those are the from, best from, from some of our listeners uh, from the combined ages of Jules and Sharon. <laughs> yeah, he's our sensei. <laughs> yeah, I just want to cut. Okay, are you okay that Sharon introduced you as somebody from Google, or we can cut out the Google part? Yeah, that's fine. So you're fine. not holding back because no, of no, Google. No, no, no. okay, no, no. carry on. I was just so you know where to cut from. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, are you saying? single? Is what you're asking? Yes, because we we want to we want to know, um, Charles. Hey, you know, Sharon. They've, just, they've just been hearing <laughs> this guy, you know, on the pod. Yeah. And first of all, guys, he's not three times X. That's I know, number. He's, just he's, 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 he's a little bit older, but he's a he's a young tank. <laughs> he's a young buck. I'm a young tank. Young buck. Young buck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. It's a young guy. It's a young guy. <laughs> and what what are, what 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 would you say is compatible for you? Like, what are your? As we come to our close, as we come to our close, yeah. Uh, fantastic question. I think at the point I am in my life, mm-hmm. for me, what's compatible is people who. F- first of all, let me start. This sounds so cliche. Like a good person. <laughs> Right, yeah, a good human being. It's not and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I mean by good human being. Right, like cooks and cleans and bakes cakes. No, forget that. Like I can cook and I can hire someone. <laughs> I got someone so upset. Sorry. Right? <laughs> Where did that come from? I, I can cook and I can hire someone to clean. But when you walk, we're in Africa, right? Most of the, our listeners are in Africa. Mm. When you meet someone who's opening the gate, the watchman, how do you treat that person? Okay, mm. I hear you. And yeah. Those, do you know, those are the things for me personally, 
I I look at people's character yeah. through that lens. How do you treat people who don't have influence over your life? Mm, yeah, right? facts. Ooh. And if you cannot treat those people well, you and I are not compatible. Yeah. Right? That's what I mean by a good person. Mm. Like the other stuff you can build on, right? You know, I ride bikes. You don't ride bikes. One day over time, I can get you to ride the bike, mm. right? And you like whatever else, you know, you can go do that while I'm doing something else. So those those are not deal breakers, but there's certain fundamental, and Sharon, you actually touched on the core word for me, which is values. Mm. If the values don't align, I think that yeah. the relationship is incompatible. Mm. Yeah, if we're closing, to me, that's actually how I'd anchor it. I want, like, I want you to give an million. example of a value. Because mm. people use that a lot nowadays. It's vague. Our mm. values, yeah, mm. it's quite, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite vague. Um, people use that a lot. Like, you yeah. know, our values didn't align. Yeah. What's an example of a value? And how it didn't align. Take your wow. Time. That's a big. Yeah. Because you know, how do you know they don't align? Have you ever listed mm. down where's your the, values? Yeah. Where's the misalignment? I think when I think about values, I think about, for instance, I'll I'll go back to the element of respect and and treating people as human beings, right? Um, Your house help, your the watchman, the waiter at the restaurant. If your values are that you look down upon those people because they don't have as much as you have or you don't perceive them to influence your life, then for me, that's a clear misalignment on values because my fundamental core value is that every single person is the same and the line of having and not having is so thin that today I have tomorrow I don't and also my life has taught me in so many ways that look I have had moments where I didn't have food right for a day or two or three right and and that's the reality of my life so my values is that at that particular point in my life, when I didn't have that, I did not treat myself or feel any less of a human being. I just found it as a circumstance that I'm in or a phase of life that I'm in at that particular point. Mm-hmm. And by God's grace, I got out of it, right? And so we can all find ourselves in those situations. So for me, the value of treating human beings as equals, no matter whether you're talking to the president of Kenya, or you're talking to the God who protects him, I treat them the same mm-hmm. as human beings. Right. And and I think that to me, when I think about values, that's an example that's very tangible. So if you met a, a babe and she's amazing, she's beautiful. Halle Berry. She's a, she's a baddie, you know. She's a Halle Berry. And then she's just... <laughs> <laughs> we heard you the first time. <laughs> I, I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> and then she just says something super disrespectful to like a waiter. Mm. Is, is it, is it something correctable or it's a sign? It's a red flag deal breaker. How, how far do you go in that? Like It's a red flag. We'll discuss it. And if that's fundamentally, cause look, we also have different days. Every day mm. is different, right? I don't know how that day was for you. So it's just, um, it can be right? justifiable. It could be, yeah, it could yeah, be I think circumstantial. If you notice right? a pattern. Yeah. But if uh. you start noticing a pattern, it happened at um, whatever restaurant, mm. it happened at whatever cafe, blah, blah, blah. Just who someone as, is. Then. And you're just like, you know what? This is 
fundamentally who like, you that's are. That's a deal breaker for you. Like you Absolutely. would be like, there's no way I'm going to be with this person. Damn. I hate um, to put it this way, yeah. but you know, beautiful men and women are a dime a dozen. Facts. Right. Yeah. We, the, the beauty, physical beauty attracts you to someone, right? It's their character that keeps you there. Yeah. And, and for me, that's the most important thing. Like, is someone like a good human being? And that's where, I know it sounds so cliche, it's, no, uh, they're a good no. human being, but it, that that's the fundamental element of character for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Julia, what about you? Hey, well, <laughs> how shall I follow that? <laughs> um, You're going to trump it. I'm going to trump it. Um, what's the question? <laughs> The question was, what is like a deal breaker for you in terms of incompatibility? Inc- oh, how, how, and how, how do you, know do you define the, incompatibility? Yes, and, and how do you define, okay, let's do, how do you define incompatibility? And then give an example of... Oh, we're giving of examples of, the mis- of actual value. We're giving examples of incompatibility. Yeah. Yeah. Then I asked him what the value system yeah. Exactly. What, uh, so I signed, what? No. What was the question, babe? <laughs> there were many questions. Yeah, I don't think... So do, are you, do you want to answer what he answered about values? No, I want he, to answer. He answered my question. I want to answer what he answered. What was the initial? Yeah, the question was, give a sign of um, what you consider incompatibility. Yes. That's what we asked, right? Guys, uh, no, no, have no, forgotten? Actually, mm. I, I, I veered off, right? I've learned very well from Sharon and Dorothy in terms of <laughs> not necessarily answering the question you've been asked. So she actually asked me if I'm single. That you you had two questions. Question. The first question oh, was, are yeah. you single? This guy, man. Sharp guy. And we just moved on. I know. I guess we just lost us with this set, you know, the watchman. <laughs> who, we, we were in Barry. the story. Babe. I was at Halle Berry. Me, I was deep in the story. I saw this baby being rude to a watchman. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> He's not answered the damn question. Oh, my God. Now that you brought it back to you, you see, now you're doing poorly. Mm-hmm. All that <laughs> media training. Now you have to answer the question. No, because, you know. Uh, no, don't. See, no, you're you my person. So yeah. I have to also give you. Like this is a gimme for you. <laughs> so are you single? <laughs> yes, I am single. Well, okay, so then we are no no what's the thing they say in the Noru? For number? Gayo come Um Okay, are you searching? Uh, or are we not gonna get into it? <laughs> that's an, that's another episode. <laughs> So you'll be back for another episode. Well, okay. if you let me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, course. maybe well, our listeners can be like, do you want to have Charles yeah, back? And what do you want him to talk about? Yeah. yeah. I'll, we'll ask, I'll we'll ask guys what you want you to talk I, about. I, I've had so much fun, like hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Yes, yeah, You guys are dope. You've come with such a different, fresh perspective. I, know. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's such great perspective and wisdom as well. But now we've forgotten the the question. I I feel like I asked. Yeah. What? Oh, that's what I was trying to get out out from you to say, Charles. Um, what is the sign of incompatibility? And how did you know you were misaligned? Like, hmm. you know what I mean? Because sometimes incompatibility, you don't see it at the beginning, as we've said. But then you get somewhere and it's like, hey, this is definitely incompatibility. And it's actually a deal breaker. Like, no, I yeah. think actually you asked what is compatible. Then he said matching values. Oh, babe. Yes. yes. The question was, how do you know then that you're yeah. compatible? Because I already said incompatible is there you're not go. going to love language. Da, da, da. Mm. So yeah, actually so I think you did, what you did ask him was then how do you identify what is compatible? compatible yeah. Yeah. I hope I yeah. answered yeah, I think you, you did. did. You said value number system. one is a value is system. A good person. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that was the question. <laughs> Jules, okay, <you're> <laughs> back on track. So, <laughs> what identify? Somebody, how do you identify somebody who is compatible, compatible to you? Yeah. Um, there's something that Charles said, mm-hmm. 
you don't have to work hard for a relationship. Mm. First, these two things you've said, they've hella, hella triggered me, but positive trigger. Um, the first one is not working hard. I now know that I was of the school of we're working towards it because my mm. partner would be like, well, we're working, we're working. No one's perfect. So we're working on it. And then I, I you know how you find yourself writing in the journal? It's like there's another part of you that's writing, like your subconscious is, I was writing in my journal mm. and I wrote and then I read back. I was like, oh shit. Um, I wrote in my journal that why do I feel like we're working on our relationship 80% of the time yeah. and then we're enjoying it 20%. Mm-hmm. I feel like it mm. should be flipped Yeah, where we're just, you know, calm, not necessarily euphoric. Euphoria is yeah, great, but, but like we're calm. Yeah. We're good. We're having a good time. 80%. And then the 20% is where now the, our differences of life and nini come to play. Yeah. But that 80% is where the compatibility comes in. So mm. for me, compatibility now knowing what I know now looks like that Yeah, where I'm not working so hard to be happy. Yep. Yeah. I'm not, Damn. you know, I even used to do oh, this thing of let's sit down and talk every day. We catch up. So, we, you know, it's every week to try. We, are, we were trying so hard to be compatible, mm. but we're just not compatible. Mm. So for me, compatibility looks like, like that. And also a bit of mm. boredom. Um, in the sense of, okay. yeah, because, um, I'm just going back to attachment styles. Like I, cause I'm pre, uh, anxious, preoccupied. Right. So obviously I, I'm, I was, I'm kind of used to people pleasing and like, da, 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 da. so when that's not happening, I'm just like, mm? okay, um. <laughs> so when, when a relationship is just peaceful and man, I think, yeah. So anyway, compatibility for me looks like I would even dare say not boredom, but like calm. calm. Yeah. Peace. Peace. And, 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 and I know you said for you, like the riding of the bikes, we can figure it out later. Maybe I need to take a page from your book, but I think I'd rather have more things in common. Um, yeah. Um, especially with like day to day life. Ideal. So for me to be ideal, how we look at life. Oh, let me tell you yeah. how we look at life. I think a huge chunk of it has to be similar. We can't be watching a movie, especially on like spiritual things. <laughs> and for you, it is pure witchcraft. End of story. There's even no room to go like, oh, anyway, yeah, we had our own traditions. Anyway, me and somebody who, you know, I have your mind needs you open mind. Mm, be yeah. open minded yeah, yeah. to to differences. Um, understand that we have different religions and I, I don't believe that you have to, yours is right and others is wrong. You just yeah. say, I've, cho- I've chosen this one. But I still respect I respect that one yeah. and you can actually dine on the same table as yeah. you're doing Hamaka and I'm doing Christmas. You know, like that's for me, I, mm. that's the kind of partnership I'm looking for. Open-minded, almost otherly, Right. You know, not a, a guy of the system mm, the whole exactly. way. Exactly. Because I, I have yeah. lived in and so And you're much, not that way. I'm not, because mm. I've lived in so much constriction. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I can't do it. I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. Now, you mentioned about the good person. I know like, I'm going on and on, but like, it's just, you've brought, you've only said two things, but they've brought out so much. Yeah. Mm. There's somebody I dated who, hey, he used to be so rude to waiters. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love this guy so much, but he was such a character, <laughs> and and he was much older than me, and I was always like, I'm like, yo, bro, it's necessary. And then one day he called this waiter. <laughs> <laughs> we were at a restaurant. Story time. We were brought for butter. Okay, it was cold. Time like this. So butter, bread, soup. 
And then he takes his butter bread and he puts and he's like, it's like something was wrong. He just dropped the knife. He called this guy. He's like, come here. <laughs> Can you pick that butter knife? I'm just like, oh, oh God, here we go again. That's berating someone. No. I mean, this, this nigga. And then he's like, can you apply it on that bread? <laughs> and so the butter was so hard and the bread was so soft. So it's not pakikain. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, now, if you cannot apply the butter to oh, that bread, man. how do you expect it to apply? Either you bring me warm bread or soft butter. Okay. And the guy is there shaking, I picking know, up everything. <laughs> and I was just like, do you know this guy does not have in his house? They yeah, probably don't even have that. Or it's such a, it's the concept. And in yeah. his mind, he's yeah. like, I am, I'm like, he's, he's like, I am, I'm paying for a very expensive service. This guy has learned something today. And I'm like, you can teach somebody with better delivery. Mm, with respect. I didn't respect. have the words to say even better delivery. But at the time I was like, but you have to say it like that. Mm. Yeah. Me, if it was me, I'd have told him, please, do you mind, um, um, warming up the butter. Warming up the butter. You don't have to do a whole demonstration mm. to what's the to be little some berate yeah. them. To berate them. Mm. So and I, I and I and I and 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 I don't think he knew. You know why? Because another time we were out, someone to came, got our order, I was not even paying attention, and then he calls me. He's like, Sarah, <laughs> was I good to that waiter now? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even notice. So I'm like, so that means you were good. He's like, okay. You know, like I, I, he didn't even know. Right. Um, so, so in terms of deal breaker, I think now it would still be a deal breaker, deal breaker because I'm too old to teach people. Those are basics. That's the, yeah. that for me. I'm it's like etiquette. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, courtesy. Yeah, but 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 yes, it's good to have. Yeah. So values. 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 And let me tell you, this guy never cosed a girlfriend. So there's girls who that was not their value system. Mm. Okay, with the crazy. Yep. I I just can't handle. It. I'm too sensitive to that. I feel I was, you I empathize and you're such about an, that waiter for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how was he feeling when he? went to the kitchen right. then I told him what if he spits in your food he's like dear he spits in my food <laughs> anyway end of story <laughs> I love it it's got to me thinking about what, what's my like I think for me it's um it's like hmm, how do you describe it like I think I love TLC I, I always thought I loved and I think even in previous episodes I would say that I like uh what's, what's TLC tender love tender love and care versus mm. I, I used to think I like tough love because I modeled that a lot from my relationship with my dad. Mm. So my dad is, I know he loves me like he's my dad, but yeah. like, it's very tough love. You know, it's very, you have to accomplish a lot in my mind. This is me. I'm still going to therapy guys. We're figuring it out. But in, that was your perception. Of that his, was my perception yeah. of, of his, his like love. And they always say your dad's love is what you, you know, seek. you seek. Exactly. And I think I've always sought after it because I've always been in, in that situation where I'm with a guy who, Oh, guys have, it's, it's always tough love. It's never very affectionate, very like tender, loving care. I get that mostly from my mom. And, um, I think now I've come to realize that that's really not my thing. Like yeah. I really love tender, loving care. I used to find it like, it's, this is going to sound crazy. I thought it's for like weak women, you know, like women who can't, who, who don't have the emotional strength or resilience, that toxic ass word, yeah. resilience. And it's like, no, like, I just, I like being, I'm a flower. I want to be watered and nurtured and put in like a little cute box and told that you're pretty and you're beautiful every single day. And that's okay. Whereas before I felt like, I, like I'm a G, I don't need all of that. Like I just, I need one. I love you per week and, and we're good. Right. Yeah, now you're like, no, I'm never like, be me. Never be me. <laughs> I want it all the time. I want to be showered in affection and like, yeah. you know, and it makes me feel like a, like a little girl. And I love that feeling. Like I'm giddy and I'm like, you know, Chelsea's <laughs> laughing. Why are you laughing? Because guys, this is Sharon for the past two years. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. It. And I used to feel like this is like, 
this is a sign of, of not being a strong woman mm, or some interesting, toxic that's messaging. Very interesting, yeah. um, but no, I feel way more feminine, more strong, more confident in myself in this environment where I'm not in a tough love situation where I have to be over overdoing and over giving and trying to over be yeah. win this tr- girlfriend of the year trophy from God knows where. And so I think for me, I've come to realize that that compatibility is when that is the immediate, um, like approach from, 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 from a guy for me, at mm-hmm. least. Cause before it wasn't, it wasn't even like, I, I don't think I, it wasn't even a preference. Like I just preferred someone who's a bit, you know, Surangumu, like just, you know, let's do this thing. Obviously with respect, like not like a disrespectful person, but just not overly affectionate. affectionate. Yeah. And now, Julia, you've seen me. I cannot leave without affection. Like I know, it's, it's literally the air that I bring. out of you. It's oozing out of me. And we love it. I've become it. It is me. It is I. Like I love affection and I love TLC. So I think... You're even of, a more loving friend, like a loving person. Aww. Your disposition is very loving. You're always yeah. a nice person, but... Mm. It's, so it's, it's really good. I promise you, are more skeptical those days. For like sure. Even trusting people, you're like, do you think, do you think? And yeah. nowadays, I'm just like, eh, Shazoo, I my pens. I'm Tamil. So yeah, for me, that's one of the biggest compatibility lessons that I've learned that I think I'm compatible more so yeah. with someone who is affectionate and has TLC and sunshine and sunshine. I'm going to love sunshine. So yes, guys, any final thoughts? <laughs> um, Charles, final thoughts, you know, how have you enjoyed your first podcast? I love it. You guys yeah. are dope. Oh, I love your energy. You're, what did you call it? Bundle of sunshine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's pretty cool. Thank you. And Jules, you're so much fun. Oh, she Nice to get is. to know you. Thank you. <laughs> High five. High five. High five. High five. High five. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Cool. So we've come to the end. These guys don't say anything. I don't know why. I mean, I have Julia? nothing to say because I think I've really you said, spoken. Said it all. I'm, I'm happy that um, we had Charles here today. Mm-hmm. Um, he's brought such a different yeah vibe to 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 to. Mm-hmm. Every time we have a guy, it's like it's oh wow, so different. I know that's when you realize it's good different. What's different? Yeah. What's different? Uh, you know when it's girl talk, it's girl talk. It's yeah. It's, I don't know how to explain it's it. Chatter like it's get, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've also come with um, like a like this. What do we call it wealth of knowledge. Yeah, um, like a wisdom. Your calmness has even even me. I'm calm now. It's like the, when you speak, it's like sensei speaking. <laughs> you know? The voice of God. Yeah. Um, your That's your so intelligence true. shines through. So does your compassion. Mm. So does your, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like a loving intelligence. It's not an egoic one. So yeah. I like that about you. And I hope our listeners can also get that vibe as well. Yeah. I personally, I've had a great time. I Me always too. love to talk about love because it's a huge, yeah. I guess, part of my, you know, identity, mm. disposition, movement. I love to talk about the human condition. So anytime, any day, any place, I'm here, baby. I love it. So guys, as you know, we love when you send us voice notes about what we've been discussing. So tell us, what's been your experience with love and compatibility? What matters more? Are they both equally important or can you have love without compatibility or compatibility without love? Send us a voice note on our our Instagram at It's Related, I promise. Again, it's been epic. This has been It's Related, I I promise. promise. (laughs) We love it. (laughs) Mister, mister, don't treat me so unkind. Hey guys, I'm listening from San Francisco and 
I just wanted to say thank you so much for being super vulnerable, both of you, Sharon and Jules, in this latest episode. Yeah, please know that the message landed. The people who were supposed to understand that understood it. Anyway, thank you guys. Y'all are doing a great job. Keep on keeping on. Thank you. Hey, Sharon and Julia. Um, GG, GG. <laughs> Um, my name is Eva uh, from Nairobi. I really enjoyed listening to the Fungwa Roho episode for this week. I could really relate to a lot of the things that you guys were saying. Um, Gigi and me were like age mates. Um, also in my early 30s. We actually went to the same school. Okay, not the same school per se because Jules ended up leaving. Um, uh, after high school, I mean, after the first uh, Form 1. But uh, yeah, I'm an ex-Cubs um, alumni. Hi, guys. Um, this week's episode was really a godsend for me because I have especially been struggling with a new opportunity that came my way. It's something that I had really been hoping for and praying for. And so I feel very guilty every time I, every time things get tough and I get those feelings of I can't do this or did I make the right decision? But listening to you girls today made me realize that it's just a matter of doing the next thing and uh, trusting that everything is going to be okay in the end.